Welcome back to another banner fucking episode of Teen Mom 3 brought to you by The Surreal Shore Presents. We had another fucking banger here, Justine. What do you think? This so far is the best episode of the season, I would say. I think I would agree. It had everything Teen Mom could ever ask for. We had some like Victoria's Secret pink. We had a fight. We had a weed conversation. We had family therapy. Oh, mwah, fantastic. Um, Yeah, it was insane. It was so good. I'm trying to think. There's like so many other great moments we haven't gotten to yet. But so far, this was like my favorite episode to watch. And I'm so excited to get into it. I always remember this season being like eight episodes for some reason. I think just because it was a one-off season, I imagine it being shorter. Right. But this is a pretty long season. I think we have like 13 episodes, right? Something like that. Here's the thing. I remember the season being longer. Like, remember I was telling you (laughs) I thought that Mackenzie and Josh got married on the season. They don't. But also after the season, there's the reunion, but then there's also a catch-up special with them. Right. Which I think there's a lot of like iconic clips that are in that too. So I don't remember a thing about that. So that's going to be amazing. Um, we we have so much to get into. Like Katie and Joey are still together in these episodes. Yeah, like, they... probably not for long. Yeah, exactly. So good. So it's going to be tough because every girl delivered this episode and every baby daddy for that matter delivered this episode. Who do you think we should start with? Mackenzie? I mean, I have Mackenzie written down first. She was the first girl to appear on the screen. Absolutely. And I chose a really ugly orange color for her color this week. Um, Oh, you like color coordinate your notes? Always. Every girl is a different color. So this week I did... Oh, really? I should do that. Dark orange for Mackenzie. I did... I always do red for Katie. Uh, (laughs) Purple for Alex. And I did green for Brianna. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I change, sometimes I don't. But we start out with Mackenzie, who's hanging out in a field with Josh. And she tells us, Josh decided he wanted to make his living riding in rodeos again. And I'm trying to be supportive. And while they show Josh standing on top of this bareback horse, just (sighs) literally just fucking standing on the thing. I wonder how he's had so many concussions huh fuck it eh? uh and then Mackenzie tells us that she couldn't find a babysitter for Gannon so she has to bring him to tumbling practice with her and we see her like flipping around doing the thing when they the guy like holds the girl up by her foot she does the flip whatever she's like full-on tumbling like she's a fucking gymnast i'm so jealous i wish that i could do this like me too i am still mad at my mom for not putting me in gymnastics when i was like a toddler because i wish that i could do backflips and shit i've always wanted to do a backflip oh it's just like one of those things when i've watched like the buffy the vampire slayer movie or something as a kid i was like i'm gonna do that for me it was like watching wrestling like, sure yeah a lot of like the female wrestlers back in the day if they had a gymnastics background or stuff they would always do like backflips in the ring and stuff like that and i, yeah. I just always wish i could do it 
I would have loved to have seen toddler Justine. I imagine you with <laughs> like long, dark, straight hair, a black leotard, and like a red uh, headband thing around your forehead. <laughs> Just a moody little gymnast. Like, mm. <laughs> you know? oh my God. Plus, I would have been jacked like my whole life. Yeah. So I thanks, mean, mom. The. The episodes of surreal life lately like china's basically walking around just with like nothing on half the time and that girl doesn't jiggle at all well the, china's also like pure steroids like, that's like the definition <laughs> allegedly of... hey allegedly Alleg- <laughs> you're like no facts like kind of no. um, it's, it's professional it was professional wrestling in the late 90s like i'm pretty sure you had to do steroids you know right I mean? it was part of your what do they call it? Like an introduction to the group. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like a shot of steroids. Uh, so Mackenzie's coach, Matt, you know, tells her, you know, like, I think you could cheer professionally in college, but you are going to have to start thinking about paying for college. And Mackenzie's like, well, that's where Josh comes in because he's going to start making his rodeo money. And the coach is like, "Uh, well, doesn't he only make money when he wins? She's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, By the uh... way, I'm not a I'm not a little person gene expert as our friend Jody is, but I do think that Coach Matt looks like he carries the little person gene. I was gonna say Matt looks like he was put into some sort of press or like squeezer thing and was just kind of squished down just a little bit and he widened. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. You and yeah. I have been savage today. What's I know. With us? We are just body shaming like a motherfucker. That's oh all right. God. No one's going to listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Mackenzie tells the coach, like, look, talking about things stresses me out. We're just going to take it day by day. Great plan. Yeah. And next we are with Mackenzie and Angie, who's Mackenzie's mom at the grocery store buying baby food and they're trying to calculate how much he'll cost per week to feed and Mackenzie's like Yannon you are so much cheaper in mommy's tummy and Angie's like <laughs> that's super funny Mackenzie like, she acted like it was the funniest thing she's ever fucking heard it's like get out of Florida Yannon is expensive Miami- where are they? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Miami, Oklahoma. That's what it is. All right. Yeah, and it's expensive. That's why I'm counting on Josh to win. It's like, how much money can you possibly make? I'm guessing like 500. Keep talking because I'm going to look this up. I think Good. it's less than that. Professional. Uh, but yeah, I'm guessing like 500. I was thinking of that too. It can't be like thousands. No fucking way. Not in this town. But we go to Josh's house and we meet Josh's dad, Rick, who apparently also used to bull ride and got injured at one point and he just decided he was done. And his dad's talking to Josh in the kitchen being like, you know, I, I want to support you, but with bull riding, there's there's concussions and there's risks. And if you're not careful, you could end up in a wheelchair or as we know it, a wheelchair. And Josh, with absolutely no light in his eyes, says, yeah yeah i'm not i'm just not really trying to think about that just uh money again bull riding did you find anything 
Okay, so this thing is about rodeo riders, but here's the thing. Josh doesn't even ride bulls. He rides broncos. He he does horses. He doesn't even ride bulls. So what? the the richest bull rider only makes six figures a year. 180 grand. Which where they are would go a long way. However, until you're at a point where but that's like making money that's like the people who are like on tv when you see like rodeos and shit on tv like the calgary stampede and shit like that like he was literally in this episode doing it at like a high school football field or something yeah like it wasn't a big rodeo or anything like that and like i said he doesn't even even ride a bull i'm assuming if you're riding a bull you're probably making more money than if you're riding a bronco i didn't even realize that he wasn't even technically right i never i didn't even look into it that far but that's extra stupid also do you remember back in the day when Mackenzie was like josh's part native and no one believed her i do and is he not but his dad is that man is yeah. clearly made of yeah so it's it's just funny how like i just remember when she said that and it was like a big thing on the internet it was very much when janelle said that david is less than one percent black or something <laughs> <laughs> what about um shoot who's the new girl from young and pregnant the one who like shaved her head recently and stuff madison thank you uh madison was talking about her baby daddy and the someone was like, oh, is he, they asked if he was from the United States. And she was like, actually, he's Native American. It's like, uh, yeah, okay, there's no one more from the United States than a Native American. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Ugh, the schools are not well. And, oh, I wanted to, the scene ends with Rick being like, well, uh, I'll be praying for you. And Josh spitting in his dip into the trash can. It was like, oh, but instead of praying on it, just don't do it. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. It's like, what is his dad going to do? His dad can't actually stop him. Right. His dad did all, that all he can do. But for some reason, Josh is determined. Josh, who gave Josh this confidence to think that he is going to become a professional rodeo person? Like his concussions did. That's fucked up. <laughs> this man clearly has CTE. Yeah, yeah. They've been uh, interviewing the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that dip though. When I went to college at River Falls, that was everywhere. So gross, disgusting. The I dip. I tried dip like twice in my life, and both times that I tried it was when I was like. A legit smoker and i i just i couldn't i'm like this is it's a hundred times grosser to me than smoking a cigarette like <gasps> that that is so gross so nasty when i was a kid whenever i saw tootsie rolls that's what i imagined dip was like that's what i thought dip it wishes like. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's rodeo day so the Duthit clan have put on their buckles best and they head out the door to go to the rodeo and in the car ride there, it's like Mac's parents, it's her sister, it's Mackenzie and um, Yinin. And her parents are asking her about Josh's history with the bull riding. And she's like, well, I mean, 
this is his first one this his this year and he did it before but he got a lot of concussions and i just love how this is always josh's history with bolt or whatever riding it's not like yeah like he was really good at it and he won a lot and he was a natural it's always yeah josh did this but he got a lot of concussions yeah he wasn't that good at it and he fucked up his head for life so he's still doing it though like it's it's a fashion and then she lets out a huge burp in the car and they're all just like Mackenzie that's disgusting and then she goes Josh likes it and then once again her mom like thinks it's the funniest thing she's ever heard it's like okay it's really not that funny I know these people need to get out more (laughs) pop their head out of the bible for five seconds uh, but on the way, they realize at some point that they've gone the wrong direction. And Mackenzie's like, oh my god, oh my god, we can't be late. We can't get there past eight o'clock because I told him that I'd give him a kiss before he goes on. And when they get there, some woman in a Tweety Bird sweatshirt tells them that the rodeo had already started. Has the bronc run started yet? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Full-blown toddler tantrum. Like, literally, like, pulling her hair out. Like, oh my god, he's gonna be so mad at me. And both of her parents, who have clearly seen this a million times, are like, knock that shit off, Mackenzie. Like, do Do, not be acting like that. Do not act like that crap, Mackenzie. (laughs) Yes, and then when Ganon, he's fine, but when he sees her start to freak out, he starts to freak out. Like, there's a clear shot of him looking at her and looking straight ahead and just being like, yeah because he can feel her energy yeah and then she just storms out of the car looks at him and just leaves doesn't try comforting him or anything she's just like fuck you guys i'm gonna go find my man to be honest i would be pissed at my parents too though i'd be like wow you guys drove the wrong way like is it not google maps was a thing back then i would be mad too but i'm not doubting they left they did not leave on time there's no fucking way these people leave on time. You know Mackenzie is always running late, straightening her hair that's already straight. Yeah. She's mm. pulling a Sammy sweetheart. Yeah. Um, but Josh tells them that he got disqualified. And they were like, oh, for what? He's like, I landed on my head. <laughs> and then they're like talking. And then Angie goes... So did you win any money? And it's like, what part of I just got disqualified? Did you not uh-huh. understand, bitch? Like, what do you think, Angie? I yeah, guess he won it's... first pl- prize. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yes. Like, if that is how it went, if you still got money for even being disqualified, I guess I can then see why Josh would want a bull ride. <laughs> That's a sweet gig. I don't get it. No, they're fucking idiots but uh so yeah he didn't win shit they didn't get to see him nothing they kept ganon awake for no fucking reason and then we see mackenzie and josh out in a field and mackenzie is basically like so if you're gonna continue to suck ass at this can you maybe sort of possibly look into the idea of getting a (laughs) part-time job i reckon i reckon (laughs) And he's like, you know, if I get 200 so horses underneath me, I could definitely make a career out of it. And she's like, 200? Well, Mackenzie's like, I've talked to other people 
who no, her voice doesn't sound like that but she's like i've talked to other one. other people who have done rodeo and they all say like you still need a second job like you you can't just live off rodeo money and josh like nah you can make a career out of it it's like that's literally one in a million that's like this, that's like the cfl here it's like the <clears throat> the canadian football league um so there's they're professional football players still, but they it's not like the NFL where they're making like millions of dollars. Like right. more than half of the guys in the CFL, although it's their full-time job when the season's on, they still have other jobs that they do off season. And I'm assuming that even the best rodeo riders or whatever they're called, I'm assuming that it's similar to that. Like even the best ones, not during season, still have to have other jobs, and that's that's true with I mean anything. And again, one in a million. But Josh, it's not going to happen overnight unless you enter some crazy HBO Max bull riding competition where the first place wins ten billion dollars. Like it's not going to be a full time career. You know, you don't just get onto a reality show for one season and then be like well that's it yeah exactly it's it's so it's tough because it's like is he just being lazy or is he genuinely trying to chase this dream because at the same time I don't want to knock anybody for chasing their dreams even Josh but it's like you do have a kid and like you do have to it's not just you and Mackenzie now you know what I mean yeah I mean, even my ex, who's damn near 40, who's still trying to make his band happen, at least he works at Domino's. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be smart. Times are tough. Shit's expensive. Eggs are expensive. (laughs) Erica with the shade. (laughs) Uh, And Mackenzie says that... You know, they've been planning this wedding for two years now, and she doesn't want a crappy wedding. She doesn't want a crappy house. Because if there's anything about Mackenzie Duthit, she's a woman of taste. Yeah, and Josh just promises her all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And we we end kind of on a moment where Josh just isn't answering her. And Mackenzie gets that that stress I don't know what to call it but like stress that we've seen in the newer seasons where she gets pissed about him acting different on camera than off camera even though we've all I think mutually agreed that this is Josh all the time but she's like I'm getting annoyed that you're not answering me like and that's that's where their segment ends who would you like to go who do you want to go next I kind of want to do Katie. Perfect. That's why. Perfect. All right. Uh, would you like to start? Would you like to lead the way? Um. So she starts off. I didn't write down like their their actual. Oh, I'll do the I'll do the line first. Okay. Things are still tense between me and Joey since our fight after the fashion show, and we've been getting overdraft notices from the bank, which makes me worry Joey's falling into old habits. What yes. could these old habits be? She's looking at like the mail slash bills slash like bank statements or whatever. And she's like has Molly on her lap. She's like, your daddy is in big trouble when he gets home. It's like, isn't it his money, though? 
like it's I, his money like i understand that she's like the stay-at-home parent and they have a kid and like they're pretty much married at that point but at the same time it's like uh, if he's I paying just... the rent and all the bills is it really your business oh exactly where's your where's your place to bitch 100 percent. i agree uh i just want to know what changed because when they moved into this nice apartment the whole thing where it was with katie being like i'm worried about money i'm worried that we're not gonna be able to afford it and josh is just like we can afford it don't worry about it like we get a discount it's fine i don't think they would have gotten into this apartment if they were having overdrafts and stuff because they look into that court sort of thing but it wouldn't be even if um joey wasn't smoking weed before and is now because that's what she's saying is part of the reason how much weed would he be buying where it would cause that big of a difference that's what i was wondering too i was like how much money is this dude spending on weed because i don't think that's it at one point she says to him like we had 80 dollars left in the account you took out 79 dollars you left me one dollar yes and i was like okay but who buys weed in 70 who takes out 79 dollars for weed like that's a weird number and I'm that's a, I, that would have been a lot of weed a lot, a lot of weed. B- bricks kilos of weed janelle <laughs> literally uh, that's who's buying kilos of weed i wonder because the the phone storyline we got a couple episodes ago that seemed just really odd it was like this guy we owe money to from two years ago was all of a sudden hitting us up and they were super worried about it. I wonder if that was child support for kid number one. And now he's getting, um, what do they like call it when they just like, t- yeah, when the government account. just takes it out of his paycheck. I'm wondering if that's the difference, but they're already in this lease and maybe they haven't gotten paid from the show yet. Katie's modeling career hasn't taken off yet. Like, who the fuck knows? (laughs) I don't know. But she is being such a condescending bitch. She's like, has the fucking bill and is like going over it with him. And he's like, I'm not going to sit here and play fucking teacher, Katie. And she (laughs) throws the bills at him while he's holding the baby. And And it's like stapled together. Yeah. You know that if he did that to her while she was holding the baby, she would have never let that go. I can't believe it. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. It was shitty. Like the the bill, like I said, it's like three pieces of paper stuck together. So it's got a little bit of weight to it. The kid's fine. I'm not saying she scarred the kid for life or anything, but it only hit Molly. And when Joey's it was like, aggressive. yeah, he's it like, was you cannot throw shit at your daughter. And her immediate response is, I was trying to throw it at you. Like, <laughs> Calm down. I was trying to throw it at you, not our kid, obviously, idiot. I'm so excited to hear all your thoughts through their entire segment because there's, I just, I, I just want to know Katie's thought, thought process through all of this because she is such a fucking bitch it's just as if she'll she's grasping to fight like anything she can find 
Yeah. So she says to him, Molly will breastfeed until she's five because we can't afford food. And then that's where she says, like, we had $80 left and you only left me $1 to do groceries. And then he hits her back with, because my lunch has to be fucking sandwiches, doesn't it? I'm like, first of all, what's wrong with sandwiches? Second of Uh all... Is he saying that, like, she makes him shitty lunches and he's pissed? Is that what he was trying to say there? I'm so glad you brought this up because I didn't think of it that way at all. I thought he was saying, like, because you don't make me lunch, I have to go out and buy something every day. That's where our money's going. But that makes more sense. Oh. But what you said... I don't know. Maybe my way makes more sense. Yeah. Because the eco-friendly thing to do it would be to... This bitch is not making every day. This bitch no. is not making him lunch. Right. She's too busy breastfeeding. Uh, but did you spot when he's like aggressively cleaning in the kitchen during this fight on yes. their key holder thing? There is a glee keychain. The big red glee letters are like hanging yeah. off her keys. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. She probably identifies with Rachel Berry. This makes so much sense to me because she totally gives me girl from Plainville vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you caught that. Oh my god. Um uh, so she's like, no, because your lunch has to be a big fat bowl of weed. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, whatever. But then he says something about her dad. And she's like, we're not talking about my dad. And he was like, well, that's why you're really mad. Like, what did I do wrong? I pay your bills. Like, your dad never paid the bills. So later on when they go to the counselor, Mm -hmm. she explains her dad. So I'm wondering if they, like, filmed one of those scenes before and the editing was just kind of off because – or did I miss something else? Because why would all of a sudden he bring up her dad? I just think they've had this fight a million times and he already knew it was coming. Mm. And was like, oh, because you don't want me to be like your dad, right? Yeah, like, tell me something I haven't heard before. But it could have been that, too. Right. It wasn't whatever Katie's dad was addicted to and selling. It wasn't weed. It was not. No, she even said that later. She said it was meth. Oh, she said meth. You can't fucking compare meth to weed, Katie. But she will. And I mean, she's young here. And I did go through a very narky phase, but I was like 14. Like, I wasn't 20. Oh, I used to, like, yell at my brother for smoking weed in the house all the time. When Same thing, though, when I was, like, in high school still, for sure. Like, definitely. You're just not the same. Yeah. I'd be like, you're so disgusting for smoking cigarettes. Like, that is so disgusting. And then in my early 20s, when I was like a chain smoker, everyone used to remind me of that. You used to get so mad at him for smoking, and now you smoke. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. (laughs) (laughs) So the next scene, money's tight. So Joey's mom made us dinner. I'm like, really? Why couldn't they have just said, we're going to Joey's mom's for dinner tonight? Right. <laughs> and they're at Katie's work, like which that. is the knockoff, 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 once upon a child. And it looks yeah, like a the fucking ch- bomb went place. off in that store. Yeah. There's like a play pin on its side. Like 
the clothes are all over the place there's no organization it's bad yeah and then uh what does she say to him she's like you smell weird and he's like oh yeah like pot (laughs) (laughs) again because he just knew it was fucking coming you know oh yeah like pot well honestly though in her defense when you smoke a joint and you can't smell it on yourself, everyone else can smell it on yeah. you. Yeah. Like, that's actually one thing that I fucking love about my vape pen. And, like, if I'm sitting here, like, smoking it inside or whatever, like, you can start to smell it in the air, sure. obviously. But, like, if I'm out and about and I just want to, like, hit it once or twice and I go to somewhere, like, you don't have the same smell but like I just remember at like the club and stuff when people would be outside smoking weed and then they'd come in everyone would turn their heads because yeah it would smell like it so strongly um but yeah in the car Katie tells Joey that she's pissed that he got stoned he's like I didn't get stoned she's like what you're stoned she's such an asshole like he is like i didn't do it and she gives like a derpy look on her face like oh i'm just so high right now as if that's the way he's acting which i guess actually in her defense he kind of does talk like that he is always like half asleep and barely getting out a full sentence so you know what maybe this bitch is on to something i will say though it's not like he's fucked up on coke or something like that or like he's even drunk you know what i mean like that's a lot worse if your main problem with your significant other is that they like to toke up yeah fine like if that's your problem it's one thing if he was a bum and he didn't do anything and he just sat at home and smoked weed all day and didn't have a job and she was the one doing everything Mm -hmm. but he literally has like one of the hardest fucking jobs like i i just mean like with his hours and like that's a dangerous hard job isn't it cold mining yep so yeah let the man smoke a little bit of pot exactly and that's what he keeps saying that's kind of the point he always brings back he's like dude smoking weed is the one thing that i do that you don't like which isn't it's true. all like, this, i have <laughs> this is just what she's yeah i fucking hate my girlfriend i hate my living situation just let me smoke this joint uh this isn't their only problem like obviously but this is just what they're using right now to yeah use as their argument you the know weed I mean? is the scapegoat for yes. yes for the overall relationship it's just what she's annoyed with this week yeah so at joey's mom's house she is like eating and joey's mom leaves for some reason with his younger siblings but joey goes outside and like sits in this lower down truck this was just such a weird moment he's like smoking a cig like he probably just smoked a joint before the cigarette (laughs) and the mom like pulls up beside him with the two younger siblings in the car And he tells his mom that Katie's pissed at him for smoking pot. (laughs) The mom's like, well, you know, I think you guys need to figure out if you're going to actually do this or not. And yeah, the little sibling is just like, well, you propose. That means you love her, right? Like, that means something. He looks this seven-year-old dead in the eye and just kills her dreams. (laughs) You know what? That means nothing nowadays. (laughs) It was like a movie yeah and he was like the villain (laughs) it's not a cinderella story no more 
and his brother is like used to be this like eight-year-old in the front seat like the two kids are like passing a joint back and forth and they're like (laughs) just just love her man just his sister like looks at the camera and she's like and that's the day i learned that love doesn't exist (laughs) (laughs) exactly Oh my god. So Joey decides because the mom's like, you know, I made dinner for you too. Like, you better go in there and eat. So he goes in and he like gets, what was this? A casserole? I couldn't even figure out what it was. That looked like a breakfast hot dish if I've ever seen one. It looked like potatoes, eggs, and ham. Which is an interesting choice for dinner, but it was some sort of casserole. Yeah. Well, Joey and Katie didn't have any food because apparently Joey spent all the money on weed. (laughs) On a big fat bowl of weed. Crazy I wish we me. would have gotten some Joey and Janelle action at some point. Oh my god. Them at a reunion together. Like oh, like some out. lost footage of them outside, like the back lot, smoking together. Oh my god. I wish that they, well, obviously we talk about this every single time we talk about Team Mom 3, but I just wish that they followed these girls longer mm-hmm. and like we got more of them. Because they would have, like, Katie, imagine, like, Katie on, like, family reunion. Imagine Alex on family reunion. (laughs) Imagine those girls trying to interact with, like... (sighs) Because Brie and Mackenzie, we do have half these girls still, sort of. I mean, Mackenzie's not on Team Mom 1 right now, as far as I know. But I don't think Alex and Katie would do it at this point. I... I don't know that for a fact, but it just sucks how we didn't follow them. Yet we have, um, oh, what's that dumbass girl's name? Who's the one that, uh, Nicole, Nicole Pollen? Like we have like her who still gets social media attention, Reddit attention and stuff. And it's like, we're done. She doesn't matter. She was never anybody. I know. Yeah. But for some reason, her 16 and pregnant episode um just sticks out in people's heads it's like one of the most popular ones well i think that guy was like a legit sociopath (laughs) like that guy was scary that guy had abuse in his eyes oh yeah like i remember when um when they did like the catch up with the girls from that season of 16 and pregnant and she was like well one thing you didn't see on my episode was that josh was in and out of jail the whole time and i remember that that was like a huge like people were like whoa i would have never known because that was like before the social media days you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah that girl's fucked up for what she did nicole looks like when south park did an episode (laughs) of with paris hilton okay have you you know i'm talking about i can't picture the episode, okay well you though. know what they do like how they make people yeah, look yeah. but she looks like an actual version of that anyway uh Caitlyn Joey... jenner is a beautiful woman <laughs> Fuck. oh we are on one tonight i love it um joey asks katie while they're eating this breakfast casserole in his mom's house like is this the way you want to live like, do we need to do this? And Katie's like, no, we need to change. And you need to quit. And he's like, oh my god, you're acting like I'm a fucking drug addict. And she's like, your eyes are red and glazed over. And pot is a drug. You're a drug addict, Joey. Well, he's like, you you act like I'm drunk or something, Katie. And then she does the, like, the, the like, deaf voice. Like, hi, I'm Joey. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, Katie, that did not... 
that does not bode well for you katie like right she's just making herself look like a huge dick here and he's like oh i'm sorry oh she says like i don't want molly to grow up like i did i don't want her to turn out like me and he's like oh you don't want her to have a boyfriend like me a boyfriend who pays the fucking bills goes to work like you know raises his kid straight up um yeah she says the whole like pots of drug thing or whatever and then she's trying to tell him that he's like addicted to it and he's like no i can quit and she's like well then quit then and he's like well i don't want to why would i quit if i don't want to so i like to smoke this time of the day exactly then we return to the escape spa which we've been to before. It's where she got her makeup done before. This is where her friend, aka Chelsea's sister, works. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm convinced that this is Chelsea's sister. Braley's mom? Yes. Or it's an actor who just like plays both. Like the Buckhead Show or not Buckhead Show, uh Buck Wild and Teen Mom friend. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anna. Well, Katie and her friend Veronica are getting some pedicures and I looked at the sign and they are doing baby mama pedicures two for $90. That was the deal. And this salon is fucking busted. There's like I was just thinking about that price. I'm like that's kind of expensive. It is. And she's it's... bitching at Joey for smoking on weed. Come on. Yeah. Katie. Those are 2023 prices. Yeah that is. I'm like that's what I that's what i pay would pay for a pedicure now i feel yeah no there's like unfinished shit around them they have their feet in metal buckets which they're probably trying to be rusticy or something but it just didn't look good it didn't work yeah yeah but uh they're hanging out and veronica asks how things are going and katie says like we're in a fight over smoking, and this is almost to a T what my mom went through 17 years ago. And again, it's like, okay, well, if your biggest problem is that your husband, boyfriend, fiance, whatever, likes to toke up after work, like, world's smallest violin, you know? It's crazy. I cannot believe that she is comparing this to a literal meth addict. Mm-hmm. That is insane. And I'm wondering now if she looks back on it and thinks that she was being silly because uh weed is so accepted nowadays and it's legal and is it legal in most states like Some. half i mean it's legal is it legal in, like in wyoming i don't know recreationally okay. i'll look it up but i want to get a instagram live where all of a sudden katie gets a wild hair and is like you know what let's talk about this show and I want her to, like, be smoking while she's talking about that. Yeah, I just wonder if she looks back on this and was like, okay, I was a little, I was a little crazy back then mm-hmm. for how I acted. But I was just pretty distracted by this scene overall because at first Chelsea's sister was holding the baby. <laughs> but then she handed her back to Katie. And then I noticed that the the baby was just, like, trying to pull Katie's tit out. And it was just like, well, she's gonna be breastfeeding until she's five. Yeah, it gave me. Uh, do you watch Ninety Day Fiance? Not anymore. Did you watch? Um, like, I know the- that there was someone who was doing it for either too long or she just was yeah. Very- the ba- the baby was like two, 
and okay. she was like like the baby would like could tell her pretty much that he wanted her to <sighs> yeah to each your own to each your own uh we uh weed is strictly illegal in wyoming oh okay yeah so but she wanted to move to colorado didn't she which <laughs> was like wasn't that like one of the first places to legalize yeah. it recreationally yeah. i don't know when it started the show aired uh uh, what was it september 23rd 2000. 2013 i never like said the title or anything earlier whoopsie my weed's kicking in like i told <laughs> justine before this justine's always getting high but i took an edible before this so uh but yeah i mean maybe she should run for office in wyoming keep weed illegal joey yeah it's but, it's it's rough yeah then she basically just tells veronica like you know i I want to stay together for Molly's sake, which is great. That always works out. Yeah, that's that's why you should stick with them, not because you genuinely want to have a family with them and make it work. Yes, kids don't really usually feel that uh, that tension yeah. or anything, you know. Uh, next, we go to oh, Katie and Joey. I decided they wanted to go to couples therapy in that woman's living room again, and apparently katie's either her sister or her mom are supposed to watch molly it was her sister it was her sister okay (laughs) her sister just fucked them over she's like show up she's like where are you and her sister's like i'm coming and she's like i'm so sick of this my family they're always letting me down Mm -hmm. it's like katie here's a news flash for you no one has to watch your kids for you I mean, if she had said she would, that sucks, but oh, you that, always oh, have to that's be- that's a shitty thing to do in any situation to bail last minute or to leave somebody hanging, especially in a situation like that. But Katie's uh, always just like poor Katie's me. Meltdown felt like entitled yes. to me. And um, you know, I just feel like if you have some if you no one in your life is entitled to watch your kids. If you have a family who is always watching your kids for your stuff, I feel like that's a genuine privilege. Yeah. Like um, my friend, she went back home. She's originally from a different province and she went back home to see her family recently and she wasn't getting along with her sister. And my friend is child free, but her sister has <clears throat> two little boys And I guess her sister was like bitching that she couldn't go on a honeymoon with her husband because although they have kids, they they just recently got married. And she was like bitching that no one would watch her kids so her and her husband could go on a honeymoon. And it's like, well, they're your kids. Like nobody has to watch them. Yeah, that's what you signed up for. You're the primary caregiver and you can take them. Yeah. I mean, my even pre-kids, my sister took they um, they went to Disney World as there because they're in like star wars and stuff like that uh so i mean they could make a honeymoon work with two kids is it ideal no but even when uh my husband and i went to florida had something have happened where like childcare fell through we just would have taken her you just gotta work with it yeah um so they arrive at this woman's house and i don't know why but it was just funny to me that she has welcome on her door in like the biggest craziest letters and i'm like is there an unwelcome sign i can get like don't be coming up to my fucking front door uh and this woman who has rock of love bus hair 
uh, brings them to her living room therapy office where she just does this for probably like 10 hours a week on the side. And she asks them like, okay, what's going on? And Katie immediately brings up the pot. Like Joey's been smoking pot. That's why we have problems. <laughs> yeah. So the counselor asks her like, do you have a family history with drug addiction? And she said, when I was 12, my mom finally told us my dad had been arrested. He had paraphernalia for meth. And basically, we find out that her dad was trying to make like a breaking bad meth lab, like a Kiefer, <laughs> Janelle's Kiefer meth lab, potentially. Yes. He was trying to like make it and sell it, which is fucking crazy. So, and Joey even says like, weed's a little different than meth, Katie. But it's true like just a little she's comparing him like smoking probably like doing a bong rip every night before bed to like her dad running a full-on meth lab like that that's insane oh it is i wonder if we did a little digging we could find the new story on that i guess if she says she would have been how old did she say she, she was? said 12? she was 12, 12 when her mom told her what happened oh okay she was like when she was like when i was 12 my mom finally told us so i'm wondering if she was like younger he got arrested and Mm. the the mom like lied to her which would also i feel like fuck you up in its own way yeah definitely oh it's (laughs) it's hard i can understand why like she doesn't like pot or whatever like whatever but there's ways in my life Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I still have friends who, like, they're not quite this bad anymore, but I shouldn't even say friends. People in my life who are still like, oh my god, about that. And it's just like, those people are usually kind of dicks, don't you think? Like, anyone who's like, oh my god, to weed. It's I like, don't usually think I know anybody who is. Sure, yeah. Again, that's why when I said friend, I'm like, you know what? Actually, I don't really know any of those people anymore, so. I'm trying to think if I actually do. I don't think I do. It's just, I feel like everyone smokes pot. Right. And, if, and if you don't, most people I know who don't smoke pot are like, every time I do, I get paranoid, so I just don't like it. Or they they have something like that. They don't have like this weird vendetta against it like Katie does. It's it's uh, it's crazy to me. But I was watching um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like the iconic Amsterdam fight uh, that happens where Lisa Rinna like breaks the the wine glass and like goes to choke Kyle Richard, Kim Richards. so I was watching that episode and at the end of that episode, because they're in Amsterdam, they go to a weed cafe and they're all like making jokes like, oh, if we share a piece of cake, will we get high? Oh and they're all like just being so obnoxious about it and being like, oh, my God, do we do it? Do we do it? And Brandy Glanville is like, oh, my God, are we really acting like none of us have ever smoked pot before? Like you guys are acting like fucking awesome. idiots. I've seen all of you guys high before. Like why are you acting like you're too good for this? And then they got mad at her. They're like, we have kids, Brandy. Like, sorry, we don't want to always like admit to doing drugs. Not all of our ex-husbands cheated on us with Leanne Rhymes. That's like the only thing. And Sheena Shea. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> that's funny because all those names you mentioned, I know, and I've never watched Real Housewives, but everyone, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I should watch just that episode. Like I Honestly, said, I love a weed episode of anything. I was thinking about this. You should watch. Yeah, you should watch that episode because that's not only a weed episode, but it's also one of the most iconic Housewives episodes ever. But I was thinking today earlier that you would love Real Housewives of New York. Like it's right up your alley. And same really? with Real Housewives of New Jersey, like the early 2000s reality vibe. But Roni is, is just is that like. Why you think I'll like it? <laughs> um is it theater it's it's crazy like especially roni it's like next level like everyone is just so fucking hammered rolling on cocaine like mm-hmm. it is uh-huh. okay. it is crazy got it anyways yes i'm in uh i wanted to mention that there was a queen on season 12 of drag race that did lisa rena for snatch, snatch game, game. Mm-hmm. yep and it was it was great she may have won she may have won that episode actually but no and she did that she like broke the wine glass and was like don't talk about my husband don't you ever mention the husband (laughs) harry hamlin harry hamlin i love harry hamlin hey harry oh my god um i remember one time nick said that on a a, on a podcast sometime he said that if he was a drag queen he would be countess luann I don't know that reference, oh but my God. I, I've she, heard that name be said. and I She's from Roni. She's like the money can't buy your class. I would do either Kelly Osborne or Beth Chapman from Dog the Bounty Hunter. Okay. Those would be mine. Do you have one? You got to think about it. I know you're not... Uh... You're not a drag race gal. I, but... I haven't thought about it before, but off the top of my head... I would probably do um, maybe Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules or like JWoww even. <laughs> JWoww! Like oh, that'd be so good. That'd be so good. Oh. Uh, hey, where honey. were we? Hey, honey. That's all I'd have to do. Hold a Red Bull in my hand and have like big fake titties. I love gorillas. And... <laughs> oh, my... by the way, I got a notice from my short store Instagram page uh like yesterday or the day before when I opened up Insta that they took down my story because I had all those Jersey Shore Valentine's Day cards and the JWoww one said I want to rip your head off oh my god and then they said it was like a violation against their policy because it like talked about violence and it was threatening violence I was like oh my god I thought you were gonna say because I post I tried posting a video of it was when Brandy C and Aaron were fighting in season one of Rock of Love. And when it's when um, Aaron says how Brandy's beautiful in the meth world. <laughs> and I was like, man, they just don't make TV like they used to, you know? And they, I noticed like I wasn't getting views on it. I only had two people view it. And I'm like, that's weird. It's been like 10 hours. And I tried to upload it again. And they were like, oh, this violates like copyright. I'm like, oh my god, it's a 15-second clip from something that aired 20 years ago. Like, give me a fucking break. Why is Instagram being, like, anal all of a sudden? You know what? Katie is running Instagram. A fucking narc is running Instagram. That's why. You nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the therapist doesn't... 
Oh, I'm sorry. Joey says like, dude, I quit everything. I quit drinking and all that. I go to work. I come home every day. Weed's the only thing. I do everything you want me to do. Like, what else do you want from me? And the therapist asks him, well, do you think that... Do you think you could commit to that? Do you think you can commit? Yeah, to that? can you commit to? <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, I wish that that we saw the counselor because who knows if this was edited down a little bit or not. But yeah, but I wish that the counselor asked her like, why does weed make you so mad? Because you do know that it is not the same situation as what your dad put you through, right? But. I guess even back then, it, it, people were still in like a weed is a gateway drug type of thing. <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Uh, Which like weed I- can be a gateway drug. Mm. Like I I think that. I think it can either be a gateway drug for some people and for other people, it can be the opposite. Like we if weed is all I have so that I don't drink or I don't do something harder like it stops me from wanting to do something harder you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah I just wish that the counselor kind of like didn't validate Katie here because I truly I don't think her feelings are valid because no the same thing as meth I'd she probably can't like we were talking about earlier I'm sure the therapist can't be like well I mean, if he's paying everything, like, give him a fucking break, basically. Because, again, like, weed's still illegal there in Wyoming now, and it obviously was then. So, I'm sure things... Like, the therapist couldn't technically say anything like that, but... Yeah, like, do people who just, like, smoke weed every once in a while, like, lose their homes and stuff over weed? Not usually. Oh, and for the record, he says that. He says, he's like, dude, sorry, I smoke weed every once in a while. I'm like, you ain't smoking weed every once in a while. I believe Joey smokes every day, which is fine. But yeah, yeah, just so we're clear. And after he he does that whole like speech, like I go to work, like I do everything, blah, blah, blah. Katie's like, well, like this just may be the breaking point. So I guess it's up to you. (laughs) I think that she wants to end it with him. And this is her excuse she's trying to find a reason i know i mean i know you know i haven't seen any more episodes past this in a long time but this is like not even the beginning i mean it is the beginning obviously but you know what i mean like we have much more to see with katie and joey it's it's sad it's so sad anyways it's a toss-up for me who do you think should go next alex or brianna we can do Alex, I guess. Perfect. All right. That's the exact order I have it in. <clears throat> All right. We start off with Wendy, Alex's mom, walking down to her basement, and she sees that Matt has left the basement in shambles. Like there's a red solo cup on her nice table, which where the fuck did he get that? I doubt Wendy has red solo cups in her house. Uh like just papers, magazines plastic bags blankets everywhere and she's like oh god calls down alex and she you can tell she tries to be very careful when she talks to her own daughter she's a little afraid of her so calm here like she's 
hell of a lot more calm than I would be. She's like, I'm trying real hard not to be upset right now, Alex, because I know it wasn't you who did it. Mm-hmm. My mom would have screwed. My mom would have beat my fucking ass if my boyfriend that she let stay with us did this. Like, you fucked this guy. You clean it. Well, my mom wouldn't have let my bum ass boyfriend stay with us anyway. Well, and that's the thing is it's tough because I don't think it's necessarily Alex's fault. But I don't know. I just would have taken the high road and clean and cleaned it up. I know that technically, like, I guess I see what Alex is saying. I think Alex had alternative, Jesus, ulterior motives. But just for sake of ease, I just would have been like, dude, let's just crank this out in like an hour. Let's just fucking clean it. Yeah. But we are not cleaning anything. He is cleaning it. She just immediately goes into that like aggressive, like, oh no. I we're not fucking doing this. He is, he's coming back here. He's cleaning this up. It's his responsibility. And while they're talking about this, uh Marina, who is Alex's friend who's taking care of Arabella, comes down and just scans the room and is like, Wow, this is really a mess down here. And her and Alex laugh. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You fucking bitches, get out of my house or start cleaning, you know? Oh my god. I just think Alex wants any excuse to, like, have Matt around. Oh, yeah. You know? So that's why she's like, no, he needs to come here and clean this up. Like, because I know... I need need to yell at him one more time. Yeah, forever Mm -hmm. and ever. And Wendy's like, well, what if he doesn't clean it up? And Alex is like, he knows if I clean that shit up, I'm going to be on his fucking front door. And you know he doesn't want that. And her, like, 12-year-old younger brother's in the background. Like, he's got his head in his hands, like, crossing the days off till he can move out of this fucking house. Like, oh my god, I just... Mm-hmm. These fucking crazy bitches, I can't. But Matt does show up. They call him... Oh, I'm sorry. They call him, and he's like, I'm eating right now. I'll, I'll be there when I be there. And hangs up on them. Shows up two hours later. The dogs are freaking the fuck out at him. And Wendy tells Alex, like, just stay away from him. Don't even start. Like, I know you. Don't fucking start shit. And Matt's just, like, shoving everything into garbage bags. A la Angelina, season one. Just literally random things, too. Just, like, random magazines and stuff. Uh, did Did you see the light bulbs? On the nightstand? No, I didn't catch that. So there were two or three light bulbs just sitting on the nightstand. And they didn't look dirty or anything. But immediately, just because of Matt's background, I'm like, "Mm." like, what do you think he was using those for? But like I said, they didn't look dirty. Like, I thought maybe he was smoking meth out of them. That's what I was saying. Oh, Jesus. I didn't realize people did that. Oh, yeah. That's like when I imagine meth, that's what I imagine is like the big cloud of smoke coming out of a light bulb. But oh, really? I imagine like a meth like pipe. So you would be a classy meth meth user. That's what you're saying. I just picture like that that scene from have you seen Six Feet Under? Uh, Like parts of it. It's in like the the very first episode. But Claire, the like the the teenage daughter she is like gets past this 
this pipe at a party and she smokes it. And she's like, what is this? And then someone says meth and she she's like, I just smoked meth. And she's all like freaking out. And I just picture it to be like that. <laughs> it's meth. Uh, but yeah, there's that. There's like big things of protein powder. Like there's all sorts of shit he's left behind here. And Marina's down there helping. I don't know why. Maybe they want her to keep an eye on him. But she's down there helping him for some reason. And after he grabs what he feels like he needs, he stomps upstairs and he's like, where's Arabella? Like, I, I just want to give her a kiss before before I leave. And Alex is like, no, Matt, you're going to get all your shit out of here. Top to bottom. I don't want anything left behind. And Wendy starts to just like mutter a sentence. And Alex is like, no. He's done enough damage as it is. He's not going near her, which I get. But again, Alex is like screaming so she knows that he hears her because he's kind of like walking in and out while this is happening. Well, she says like she doesn't want him anywhere near her. And her mom's like, I think you're doing the wrong thing here. And she's like, what? I'm keeping my daughter away from a drug addict, which is true. But, you know, she's she's just doing it to be a fucking bitch to him she's doing it to be a bitch to him however like i don't know where matt's been i don't know what he's been doing don't pick up my child but uh yeah again she just wanted an issue she wanted a confrontation she wanted any sort of communication that may possibly lead to like them getting back together i think yeah yeah i agree with that and the friend's like uh, did he leave? Because there's still like tons of stuff down there. <laughs> and th- this was iconic. I did yes. not remember this. She pulled a full Janelle Evans and like yes. runs down the street at him. I need to talk to you. I'll literally pee my pants. That I am at. I, that's what I thought too. Like Alex is on her iphone one and when her friend stares at there's says that there's shit downstairs her eyes like look up and she just it's such an intense look and she's like there's still stuff downstairs and just fucking hightails it out of the house in her fucking flip-flops it's insane and matt's mom apparently has been the one to drive him and he's just like go 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 and they go 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 dude yeah and the scene ends with her chasing them out to the car and then after they drive off she just goes has a night or i'm sorry have a nice life and that's where the have scene a picnic ends. life bitch. Have <laughs> oh my god so good uh it's the next day and wendy and alex are talking about custody uh alex wants just full custody supervised visits and wendy think that's a good idea she doesn't want her to cut out communication entirely between matt and arabella but supervised is the way to go and that scene ends with arabella puking on wendy's work papers do we know what wendy does i don't know i think we tried figuring that out before but she's always in like a nice business cash suit with a the old school Bluetooth earpiece. Yes. She's just very like, I am a businesswoman. I do businessy things. I have paperwork. Maybe like, real estate. That's what I kind of thought too. Yeah, that's the first thing know. that goes to my sure. mind. Mm-hmm. But it could be anything. Who knows? All right. 
but uh we see alex teaching a tap class and <laughs> i feel like whenever we get a dance scene class that's always just like a signal that there's shit to come oh god <laughs> and Matt goes to a drug and al- alcohol intake unit to meet up with his caseworker, whose name is Maricelli. Did you catch this? Maricelli? I did not catch her name, but I just wrote Matt's probation officer. Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's like the same thing. I don't yeah, know. it probably is. And Matt's doing fingies. He's chewing on his fingies the whole time. Yeah. And... The caseworker says that Matt says his last time smoking or last time using drugs was October 18th of 2011. And but he tested positive for marijuana today. And -hmm. he's like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I smoke a little weed now and then. And it just reminded me of Rue on Euphoria. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In the bathroom when they're like, are you high? Yeah, you are. Well, I just mean, I'm smoking a little bit of weed. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, yeah, I just I slipped up a little bit of weed. Remember when Janelle tried to chug that drink too? Um, Mm -hmm. because it was supposed to like get rid of the. People say that those work though. I know people who have used them. I I do, and I've never had to, but they say they work. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. Yeah, I know. I've never had to give pee either. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides at the doctor. Um, so thank God for that. Because... Do you have a... Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say, oh, because it would always be positive for weed. <laughs> <laughs> Your piss is just green. It's literally yeah. green at this point. Uh, do you guys have Spencer gifts in Canada? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember smoking weed at the mall with my friends and picking up a um, an application, a paper application from Spencer's and like the next day I went to go fill it out and they said on there like either can you or will you like do a pee test and it was like of all places Spencer Gifts is gonna piss test me like is it a thing where if I piss negative that they're not gonna hire me like that's so weird I was also I don't like think 17 I've, so I don't think I've ever been asked that on a on a job yeah thing at all right me neither uh the caseworker asks matt what his drug of choice is heroin she asks him are you an iv drug user and he just goes yep yeah <laughs> he's not trying to deny it yeah i mean he answers immediately um the caseworker knows that his mom is moving and he is gonna be homeless he has nowhere to go but she does have a spot open at the homeless shelter however they have a no tolerance policy so he's gonna have to piss clean and if you don't you don't get it and he's just like okay like let's do it and you know he immediately went to go smoke weed after this because he's like well if i already pissed positive i might as well do it again yeah because unfortunately weed also stays in your system for a very long time yeah like you're screwed 30 days right Oh, I thought it was like a couple months. I thought it was like a long time. For you would be a few months, probably. No, me too. Uh, (laughs) I always remember like 30 days being the magic number. But if you've been doing it regularly for years, it's probably more like a few months, I'm guessing. That's crazy. Again, I'm not a doctor. Far from it. I'm an esthetician. It's basically the same thing. Exactly. All right. Are we ready for Dabella Dabella? Always. Take it away. 
Devon is coming by. And this was when we thought his name was actually Devon, by right. the way. So it's it's crazy that it's really not how you are supposed to say his name. But he's coming by for the first time in three weeks. And he's finally paying for the baby proofing. And then you texted me the other day. <laughs> and you were like, have you seen Dance Flick? And... The first thing that I thought of when I thought of that movie was the scene where the guy comes and he's like, I'm here to pick up my son. And then he just like holds his son for 10 seconds and then puts his son down and goes, I'll be back next week to see my son to, to pick up my son again. And that's the first scene I thought of. And I was like, why did she ask me about that movie? And then after watching the scene, I was like, OK, that's why you asked me if I've seen this movie, because that is what Devoin hundred percent does here it's literally the exact same put them side by side the only thing we're missing is the sister from smart guy being like he's such a good father after seriously he like sits there he holds nova and what is the what does the chiron say like 10 minutes later 10 minutes later 10 minutes later and then he goes well i'll uh i'll be back next week and they're like okay bye yeah he's like all right time to go back to your mom it's oh god and they're like well that was awkward so awkward so the next day they're all sitting in this extremely cluttered room with Roxanne it just (laughs) it's insane to me that these girls go on camera with their houses looking like that like if you had a camera crew coming over wouldn't you like hire professional cleaning services I would I felt, yeah, I agree with the bedroom. I feel like their living room was ridiculously clean. I feel like Roxanne would have a clean house, but yes, I uh, I would need to. I would, <laughs> I like, would have to. E- even if, like, I would just shove everything in the closets while we were filming if I mm-hmm. had to. You know what I mean? Like, Chelsea was always bad for this, too. She would always oh, yeah. have, like, piles of laundry on the stairs. That's what I was thinking when we saw Joey's mom earlier for the quick second we saw her when she just basically says hi to Molly and leaves. I'm like, man, for how little this woman is on camera, she really doesn't give a shit, does she? Like, if I had a camera crew coming to my house, I would, oh, I would make sure everything was on point. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre, but yeah, yeah, they tell Roxanne what happened. He literally just came over. He ignored me and then he left. (laughs) did you notice i feel like we may have said this before but roxanne looks like she's in like fresh um like lip filler mode oh probably like i don't know how accessible i mean it was only 10 years ago they did shit like that back then totally like i don't know maybe that's just the way she looks but i feel like she looked like she freshly got her lips done and like maybe i don't know that woman has a lot of eye lid space i'm really jealous she 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 definitely gets botox she looks like she gets botox to me yeah yeah um crap where were we oh yeah brianna's like yeah like i'm just i'm just over it like i'm just ready to move on and it's like okay well if brie's saying that that means like she is definitely not over it i don't know if brie's been over anything ever Except for that one guy that she dated, that John guy. Remember him? Was he in between Javi's? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess. And she just, just kind of was like, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. 
And then um, she also did that to Javi 2.0. I might have been thinking, no. Because I definitely remember that other guy. I guess. I guess you got me there. Javi 2.0 was that, like, disgusting tattoo artist. He's a tattoo guy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he just kind of phased out out of nowhere, just like the security guy did. Well, she got into a huge fight with him off camera. Really? Yeah. And then... um. And then she was just like, yeah, we're not engaged anymore. I, like, threw his ring at him. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And then same with Slow Bobby. Like, she just let that go, too. I really... That scene pissed me off so badly, the way she was acting. And for her to have the fucking gall to later be like, yeah, well, I mean, if I'm with someone and I obviously, like, want attention... Right. Like, I, I don't like that he's not like trying to come out and it's like you told him to leave you alone and that you wanted space and you're like I just wish he would have called her out more in that scene and been like okay well that's not fair for you to tell me one thing and then expect another like maybe this isn't gonna work out maybe you are too immature for me there was something weird with that situation yeah. though that wasn't being said like for right. sure yeah we get a quick combo with Brie and Roxanne. My computer kept changing it to Roseanne. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, where Brie says she basically just wants to cut Devoid out of the, um, Nova's life again. Roxanne's and... like, those are the exact words that I said to your father, <laughs> Brie. Yeah, it's a, it's a big decision. Big decision, Brianna. Uh, but they're going to talk to him one more time before they fully make this decision. And here is where shit it's the fan. Devoid comes over and he is like dressed to the nines. I wrote Devon is in his Sunday best. Yeah, yeah. He's got a button up, a like prom vest and a purple yeah. and blue paisley tie or something. Yeah, he clearly just came from or is on his way to some sort of event. So can you yeah. at least fill us in on that? Right. Maybe he was working as, like, a host at a restaurant or something. I don't know. Well, he does work in the restaurant industry, so very possible. Or right. he's a server at, like, a steakhouse or something like that. Yeah. And before he gets inside, Roxy's, like, pacing around the house. And she's just telling... Um, she, she tells Bree, basically, like, she just... She has she knows a fight's coming on. She has a feeling. And she knows that Devoyne's not going to go down without a fight. And Bree's like, Mom, fucking chill. Will you please watch Nova while I can talk to this guy? And <laughs> while Devoid is in his Sunday's best, Brianna is in a vegetarian t-shirt. Did you clock that? It's in big, all caps. It just says vegetarian across her shirt. I'm like, I feel like we would have known that, you know? She definitely isn't now, but maybe, right. she, maybe she was back in the day. I feel like we all went through a vegetarian stage. I yeah, know I did. That's true. And this was... So if they were saying 2011 earlier, this is definitely 10 years ago now. And it's... I know 10 years is a long time, but it's just crazy to see Brie here and Brie now. Like, especially with us just talking about the reunion earlier. Like... I know, not even the same person at all. Just wear an unhealthy lifestyle and, like, really crappy plastic surgery will get you. Yeah, someone on Reddit posted a picture of her ass. Like, it was, like, a screenshot from an old episode. 
and uh it just yeah it's was it with good. the orange pants yeah like, yeah i saw that too and it's like her diaper looks full oh my gosh it's so bad uh but Roxanne takes Nova upstairs and she's still eavesdropping on the entire conversation, which is me. I eavesdrop at any given opportunity. And they're sitting down on the purple couch and Brie tells Devoin how she doesn't see him stepping up like he promised. So she just wants him completely gone. And Devoin's like, oh, well, you just want me to like walk out of my daughter's life. Like, I, I can't do that. And you can't just make that decision. She's like, oh, oh, I can. And I don't want like, you around Nova or me. Yeah. And he's like, well, you didn't grow up with a dad, so you don't know what it's like for Nova to not have a dad. Like, she needs a dad. And Bree's like, hold up. I grew up yes, with a I father. Did. Until I was eight. And Roxanne appears out of fucking nowhere. Which is weird, though, because now Brittany and Brianna swear by that their dad was in their life until Brianna got pregnant. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. But then... And then they also say that, like, they grew up in New York, and then he was the one that moved them out to Orlando because he was, like, doing some shady shit in New York. And then he just, like, left them there and went back to New York. Surprising that they stayed. It's... I mean... It's probably cheaper to live there. I I mean, I would... I'd rather live in Orlando than New York. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, Who's whose bio dad was the one that stuck around? Or the one that... Brianna, because yeah. Brittany's dad died, remember? It was Brittany's dad who died? Okay, I knew one of them had passed away, but I wasn't... I couldn't remember who. Um. So I'm... I want to know, like, the E! True Hollywood story on the De Jesus father. Because we hear so many different versions of what actually happened with him. So yeah. I want to know where where the truth lies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like i'm so burpy tonight i'm so sorry guys <laughs> uh roxanne appears out of nowhere holding perfect baby nova and she tells devoin to shut the fuck up she's like you know i am so sick of you using me and her dad as an excuse she did grow up with a dad like get out of my fucking house and she like football passes nova to brie full on like just like take this kid and brie gets up and starts to walk away but she never fully leaves the room which i didn't like and roxanne starts screaming get the fuck out at devon and she's throwing up like the rock on like the the devil horns those (laughs) and and like the asl love sign like back and forth she's putting her hands in his face get the fuck out (laughs) it's i forgot this happened and as soon as this did i was like oh the hands are coming the hand sign like the signals are coming and she's like pushing him out of the house with her body and once he gets close to the door, she does, like, shove his shoulder. And he's like, dude, don't fucking touch me. Like, do not put your hands on me. Which, yeah, I get. You still there, girlfriend? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Sorry. My, okay. my webcam's freaking out right now. Um, okay. Yeah, she pushes him out the door. And then she slams the door. And I didn't notice this at first, like, until I watched it this time. But he threw something at the door first. I think he kicked the door. 
Okay. Cause that then, was cause my she, guess. Cause you like hear something and then she's like, oh no. And then she opens the door and then that's when she throws like the plant or whatever at him. He also calls her a bitch when um he kicks the door or whatever he did. You hear like bitch. <laughs> Which <laughs> and yeah, she gets out and the vase broke. We see it later that she threw the vase. And when she does it, we get like the iconic Brianna, Brianna. <laughs> oh my god meanwhile still holding the kid like nova's seeing this entire thing she seems fine like she doesn't seem phased by it or anything she's still super young but it's just like dude leave leave you know i know well i feel like roxanne could have easily thrown that at him like actually made it hit him but i feel like she didn't want it to hit him and well i mean it doesn't matter because it shattered and like anything can happen with like small pieces of broken glass not to be like katie and like be nitpicky or anything but it's like dude no it's true no it's true i'm not saying she was on the right like that's very uncalled for and then i just love how the beginning of the next scene is just her like sitting outside smoking a cigarette (laughs) what do you think she smokes like crushes or something um i don't i'm not familiar with every american brand of cigarettes oh i didn't even consider that how ignorant of me but i will say i don't know like marlboros or something is she a classic marlboro girl or like uh newport menthols yeah that's what janelle evans smoked (laughs) i like that yes something just fell in the house are you okay um (laughs) um yeah things have calmed down and roxy comes in from her smoke sesh and and then uh, she touches nova she's like holding nova and it's like go wash your hands dude like i think it's so gross when people have kids and they like they're they smoke cigarettes and then they like come in and like touch their kid yeah that's gross and they say like that's that's supposed to be dangerous for really small kids well, it's just gross because cigarette the the smell of cigarettes are so strong, mm-hmm. and it's so funny to me because when you're a smoker, you don't realize how strong it is because, of course, you're almost immune to the smell of it. Mm-hmm. And then once you stop smoking, you can smell it so strongly, and you like laugh almost because you're like pe- people who are like closeted smokers. It's like you ain't fooling anyone. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone in your life knows that. Oh, a hundred percent that you that you smoke. But yeah, to me, it's just um, it's just gross. It's like wash your hands before you touch the baby. Change your mm-hmm. shirt. Like it, the smell of cigarettes is very strong. I agree. I agree. And we talked about this in the earlier episode we just did because in the reunion, they show like the Roxanne versus T fight. So like Roxanne is still doing this shit 10 years later and she goes up to Nova and she's like, oh, oh, Nova, I just, I'm so sorry you had to see me like that. That's, that's not, that's not grandma. Like grandma's nice. Grandma's good. I, I, what'd she say? Like, I mean, I made it what, nine months plus seven? Mm-hmm. And I ha- and I- I've been good. Like, <laughs> so forgive me, okay? I'm sorry. And Nova's like, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, and I hate to say it because, like, I I like the De Jesuses, but this is clearly where Brianna like gets it from because she grew up 
learning that this is how right. you like handle your problems by like screaming at people and you know definitely uh brie tells her <laughs> brie tells her like mom i love you and i understand but like you were acting crazy like that was crazy <laughs> yeah and i wish oh my can you imagine if uh britney would have been there i know she would have gotten involved for sure. But Brittany was out with her friends because Brittany's always out with her friends. I know. I love stuck at home. Every single episode, it's like Brittany's out with her friends. And then we just see like a two second clip of Brittany. It's like, well, I didn't realize the show was about her. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they decide they are going to refile the order of protection. And, you know, Brie, or, uh, yeah, Brie knows that it's going to be a big decision, but she's like, you know what? I got you guys. I'm going to be starting college soon. Eventually, I'm going to get a job. And it's like, you aren't doing school right now? Because I remember, like, at the first or second episode, Roxanne's like, you just focus on school. Like, don't worry mm-hmm. about working right now. And it's like, oh, she's not doing school still? I guess she hasn't started yet at this okay. point. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh. And they check online because they have to see if the order of protection got approved when they refiled it, and it did, but Devoin just has to be served. And, of course, the coven decide that it's going to be a family activity. Yep, it's a family affair. Absolutely. I love the cop, how do you know this person? And then Roxanne's like, he's my daughter's uh, baby daddy. (laughs) (laughs) so funny. Exactly. (laughs) Ugh. I wrote down it's it's the big night it's the big big affair like you said and the whole gang is going to drop this thing off and I was like dude isn't this the cops job like this seems like the perfect situation where you wouldn't want the people involved and the cops do like they do eventually take over but it's like I don't think they should be here at all this seems like a big shitstorm yeah I agree with that I don't know this is a big question. Have you ever had to be involved in anything like this? Like serving papers or anything? No. Have you? Uh, not me. I witnessed it happen to someone I was in a class with at college. Like he got served like child support papers in the middle of class. That was really oh entertaining. And then someone I know, they had to be the server. Because I guess it didn't have to be like a professional serving Sarah type of situation. And... Um, they oh like they just left it on the doorstep they didn't actually hand it to the person and then they were like no dude you have to fucking like hand it to them that's the whole point so they had to do it again so it like took a while because you have to like trick them basically into them getting it and like take the picture and the whole nine but no not me remember when leah got served in the grocery store yes oh that was good it's fucked up I love it. Like, I would never want to do it professionally, but I don't know. I think it's an interesting gig. It's interesting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they serve him and then he writes on Twitter, I'm a free man. Minutes. Minutes after he gets this paperwork. So what, did she just have like Google alerts on for his Twitter page or something? Oh, she was because they're all just sitting in the parking lot. Or, like, I'm sorry, they're sitting in the driveway in front of Des Moines' house, just, like, tailgating. They've got a grill going, they've got yeah. camping chairs, mm-hmm. and you you know Bree was just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. 
because again she's not going to school she's not working this is her only thing she's got going on yeah and yeah the message's been delivered and we see that Brittany brought a guy like we don't meet him or talk to him or anything but there's just a random dude with them for this affair oh is there i didn't yeah. notice that and he's cute too uh i could see that's a very Brittany move though i could see her like going out on a first date with a guy and being like okay yeah like we're going out but dude we gotta make a stop first like my family they're fucking crazy and we gotta go yep. serve these papers my sister her baby daddy's fucking whack like <laughs> for sure did you see like, okay. Brittany got engaged yeah yeah we should have talked about it at the beginning yeah i'm i'm all for it i think that guy's super cute and yeah i'm happy for him yeah same it's i just want to go to hawaii now i know oh same just posted all the food like it's like my kind of girl that's what i would do there too (laughs) yeah uh i hope they show their wedding oh my god what is a britney de jesus wedding gonna be like Oh my god, they should give her a wedding special. I kind of love the idea of Brittany getting married before Brianna, too. Like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't mean anything in the long run, but I just think that's kind (laughs) of funny. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the end of the episode. Such a good episode. Life is hard sometimes. Uh, yeah, the like mo- ending montage is Alex and Arabella hanging out, Katie and Joey kissing in their living room, Mackenzie and Josh riding off into the sunset, and the coven continuing to tailgate in Des Moines' driveway. Do you know what's coming next? Um, Matt overdosing potentially. <gasps> oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, what else do we got? I don't know. We still have a lot more iconic moments to get to. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, this was a fucking fantastic episode. Peak Teen Mom. And again, just a perfect parallel with doing the reunion earlier and just seeing what the show kind of once was, you know? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So got, any, got anything fun coming up? Got any good uh, guests coming on or anything? Um, I just had Colin and Nick on this past week, which was so much fun for Floribama Shore, which I'm still making my way through. And then mm-hmm. also, you know, the new season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I'm still kind of recapping that every couple episodes, you know, mm-hmm. if anyone's interested in Mike the Situation's cornhole tournament that he did, because <laughs> that's what we've come to. And uh, that's pretty much it right now. Did I tell you that we, I think I did. Did I tell you we watched that at the airport, my husband and I, Sean and I? Oh, yeah, I think you did. We were, and he was the one noticed. He's like, is that the situation? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you going to be doing Teen Mom throwbacks at all, you think, anytime soon? I have no idea because now that that was the last episode of this season, I have no idea what's next. All right. So I don't know. I might put up a poll on my patreon and see if i might do like buck wild or party down south or one of those like shows okay or like the first season of real housewives of new jersey or something might be fun Uh, yeah cool well i'm excited for whatever you do hey uh let's see i've got i've got my best friend jess coming on next week for my surreal life we're gonna do two episodes and then justine's gonna be on for the one after that which i have been 
it's a really dark episode. I'm sorry. I feel like you always get those. Whenever I like we the record. dark episodes, though. Dude, That's I cannot right wait up my to hear alley. thoughts. I, I can't wait to hear any, like, WWE facts you may have for um, X-Pac or China. And just, it's a wild ride. Um, so we'll be doing that in just a couple weeks here. Um, and then as soon as I'm done with season four of Surreal Life, I'm doing My Fair Brady, I decided. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Yes, it will wait. be. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back soon for more Teen Mom 3. Bye-bye. Bye.